Hello everyone, no usual episode from us this week, instead we've pulled the audio from our livestream for the Cure segment, so you guys can listen to all of that. For some reason my microphone wasn't picked up, but uh, you can still understand me, you can still hear me well enough. Uh, enjoy, have fun, see you next week for Top Gun Maverick. Now playing Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. We, ladies and gentlemen, are going to be joined momentarily. And I already saw it on Twitter. It was a spoiler. Sam spoiled it again this year. Uh, he couldn't help himself. Uh, but he is once again going to be joined by a special guest as well. But I know he's going to have Liz with him as well. And I don't know who else from the MRITQS crew is going to be on board. But thank you so, so much for tuning in to live stream for The Cure 6. Our sixth year of doing this. We are 172875 toward our goal we still have movie reviews and 20 cues coming up uh and then right on the back of that another kiwi she just put a little kiwi bird in the chat that's heather heather from uh just heather sunshine and power cuts is coming up after that then after that and i haven't really told anybody what i'm planning on doing yet but sean ennis is planning on doing spices when he reads stories later this evening and i'm going to join him in his pain for hot sauce and uh stay tuned for more on that and then to close this all out, to finish everything off, two hours of the countdown, two hours of the amazing countdown movie and TV reviews. Let's get uh, speaking. You want to talk about some absolutely amazing human beings and Sam. Uh, let us please welcome everyone for movie reviews and 20 cues and special guest who I'm looking at right now on my screen. Cause she's, she's, she's right here to me. Cause Sam spoiled it again. Sam's just frozen for me. Is that... Am, is, is anybody else seeing that? Oh, you asshole. I think let me sing it on purpose. You <laughs> don't blink. Don't blink. You don't assholes. Blink. Sam from Movie Reviews and <laughs> so 20 Cues. Uh, and Emily from the Tasteless Podcast is joining us as well. We've got Liz. And who else do we have, Sam? We've got Kahu with us as well. And Kahu. Welcome back to Livestream for the Cure. You all absolutely amazing, beautiful, incredible people. Sam? Tell everybody who you are and what you're about. Yes, hello everyone. We are the Movie Reviews and 20Qs podcast. We're a podcast from New Zealand where we take a film and we ask 20 questions about it. My regular guests are this guy here, Kahu, other one Liz, who's on one of the other screens, and Emily. She's pretty much like our, I don't know, American ambassador of the podcast, I guess you'd say. She's been on it a ton and we love her. She's the anti-Sam. She's the anti-Sam. She loves everything he hates and hates everything he loves. Exactly. She is, exactly. She is the yin to my yang, and that's why I love her so much. But I'm going to fucking murder her one day. <laughs> and on that note... Anywho, what are we doing, Nick? What are we doing? We're raising money for cancer research, Sam. How are you? Yeah, great. Should we, should we just roll into the show? You, you do going? whatever you want, baby. I am here for you, with you. Uh, I'm here to fulfill any role and any need you have. Any. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Cool. So, watchers, I was going to say listeners, but it is watchers. We are going to do a version of our show, but we are going to make this way more interactive. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask a bunch of questions about movies. can be applied to any film, any character, anything like that. We're going to ask a bunch of questions, and what we want you guys to do in the chat is to answer for us. And while you guys are coming up with your answers, we've come up with one or two of our own. Is that a good way to describe it, guys? And I just wanted to shout yeah. out uh, some of us. Some of us has Mister Mister Duty Drutrum himself, who I'm sure is absolutely loving this back here uh, with a ten dollar donation. Do not touch Willie. Good advice. 
Thank you so much, Man, Judy. I, <laughs> I know Liz. Liz, I know, loves this, too. Oh, yeah. Quality flag. Quality. I love it. <laughs> and it's a day to celebrate the Australians because they actually managed to vote in some not complete horrible fucktard evangelist, <laughs> like misogynistic douchebags. So, yeah, Australia. Well done. If you haven't heard our podcast before, Liz likes to get political on a fucking movie Comes podcast. And here's I sure do. Here's 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 David Powell with a $50 and two cent donation. Don't worry, Sam. This is in Australian dollars, not New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Buy our country for that. Fuck. Yeah, is that that why we don't review really any political movies? Yeah. Could you imagine what much it would be like reviewing a political movie? (laughs) We've already been editing it. We already know what his totalitarian hellscape looks like, okay? No. I think you should put me, Machu, and Emily on a really political movie, just about a New Zealand political issue, because starring Sandra Bullock, really opposing opinions, starring Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yes, yes, starring Sandra Bullock. Perfect. That would be Absolutely. the best movie ever. <gasps> if she did the accent, she'd be perfect. No, no. she wouldn't. No. no one ever, ever has done a decent New Zealand accent. Ever. Emily, every time we talk about Sandra Bullock, I start hating her more. Don't bring her up. <laughs> she didn't. Did you see the pain in her eyes? Did you just see the pain in her eyes when you said that? I'm trying to make her more palatable to you. Give her an accent, and there you go. That's all you want. What if she's eating a bucket of chicken that she's willing to share? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need to go relieve myself before we uh, before we start. When are we going live? (laughs) Mm. Fuck. Right. Anywho, hey, listeners, we're going to kick off with a bonus question. What I want you guys to do, to sort of give you guys a taste of what we're up to, I want you guys to name us two movies. I want you guys to name one that you find incredibly insane, and I want you to name one that you find incredibly erotic. And I don't want you to tell us which is which. I want us to try and guess. So, Nick, if you're sitting there and going, I'm just going to answer the room to both of you. Here comes the money. (laughs) But listen, that's what I want you to do. Something incredibly insane and something incredibly erotic. Chris Yady with a $5.11 donation said, I might need to pause all my Patreons for a month for the cure. Uh, Chris Yady's been a trooper. I'm pretty sure he spent like $40,000 on this year's event. Thank you, Chris. We love you. And also, also, Sam. You're not my fucking mother. Yeah. (laughs) So so there you go, listeners. Yeah, just name us two films. Name us two films, something incredibly insane and something incredibly insanely erotic. Don't tell us which is which. Okay, here you go. I knew someone was going to bring up Human Centipede. Yep. (laughs) Is that, what is the username Machu69? (laughs) No. (laughs) What have you got, Kahu? It's Machu42069. What have you got? I'm not not saying. I can go. What was what was what, the what other? Have you got Liz? What was the other I, answer? I have uh, meet Joe Black and seven. She gets down to seven. Emily's face right now is everything. Disturbing. Not Bamford said Fright Night and Malignant. Ooh. <laughs> Colin Farrell was very hot in 2011. Fright Night. Hot tip. Is, Heads up. So you're guessing Fright Night is the insanely erotic one? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And Tony Collette's there, and she's mad at him. He's a vampire, maybe. I don't remember. Mate, I would, I would bang Colin Farrell in many movies. Not in the latest Batman one. Oh, not there. No. No. What That's about you, Emily? What's what's your answers? Uh, ghost 
and Ace Ventura Pet Detective. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. I love it when that when that sound drop comes up. Michelle, ever since Michelle found out that was the uh, sound drop for $37, that's what she's been donating every time. Uh, <laughs> 20 cues and Emily, fitting I am multitasking watching The Lost City. Thank you so much, Michelle. Oh, Steamrolling yes, toward $18,000, ladies and gentlemen. We are less than $400 away. G-Bing has uh, thrown down Dirty Dancing and Beauty and the Beast. Are we talking like the animated Beauty and the Beast? It's because Gerald, so I'm going to say yes. That animated beast is hot. He's hotter than that man in the real one, Dan Stevens. The animated guy. I like the teacup. That's a big one. The candlestick. (laughs) I haven't seen it, man. (laughs) What do you want? I don't like animated films. (laughs) I've seen some of the live action, like the before the like the making of, and he's like walking down the down the um, stairs in that really awful. Big yeah, like jumpsuit thingy. Yeah, and Hermione Granger has to like walk down next to him and be like, "Oh, you're so handsome." And he's just—it's just super fucked up. The animated one is hot in the same way that the Lion and the Lion King is hot. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Okay, Which yeah. Lion? <laughs> Uncle Scar. And Mufasa, not oh. Scar. Hey, 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 Emily. Uh, let me uh, suggest. Oh no, I do you, Scar. Uh, some therapy. It's <laughs> got that sweet Jeremy Irons voice. could we make that next year's uh submission is like you'll have a segment where it's just emily getting therapy yeah because i'd watch the shit out of that i'd just like to point out that emily's saying that the lion king is hot while wearing a cat woman hat so i think we kind of established where emily is sexually in terms of i don't want to kink shame you live emily people are nothing wrong with it everyone agrees simba is hot everyone who's seen the lion king is it simba like 12 when he's in a, when he's like a teen, <laughs> little little cub Simba. <laughs> this is getting worse. Okay, we're just gonna move on to our twenty questions. Hold on, I haven't told you my favorite cat, and that is I the don't one think we want to. James Corden and cats. <gasps> oh. oh no! <laughs> Even Idris Elba the cat was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> know what and I was expecting. Ashley but, uh, knows. Yep. Simba, Simba could get it. <laughs> yeah. That in the chat. She drank a whole mm-hmm. bottle of bourbon in the last segment. She. She, <laughs> she sure did. I was surprised she could still form words. <laughs> hey, she had to get flatulence out of her mouth. Okay. That's, I mean, so that's, that's true. It was a legit call. That's true. Yeah. How cute was that was fucking necessary. dog? Oh my god. <laughs> Very cute. Very cute indeed. Anywho, Sorry, let's move over to our questions. Let's move over to our questions. I'll start us off. Uh, question number one: What is the most unnecessary sex scene in movie history? And I'm gonna go with. Oh, you go. Oh yeah. While everyone like listeners, we want to hear your answers. While everyone's thinking about this, I'm gonna go with Kathy Bates and Jack Nicholson and about Schmidt. So, my God, I love that film, but that scene. There wasn't a oh. sex scene. <laughs> it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh dear. Um, I'm going with the creepy, weird threesome thing in Zoolander because it was oh just the the tea the tea shit. drinking scene yeah and it was it just was weird and then like the rest of the movie you could watch with kids and then no don't give watch it, the bit about the, the tea, midgets Liz. and Thousand Island dressing sex scene with kids no <laughs> no yawn uh-huh. what are we what are you uh Forrest Gump. No, yes. I love oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good bad one. 
And the Wait. roommate's just lying there terrified. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a great answer in the chat. D Hunter 999, Animal Crackers and Armageddon. Yes. Oh, Who yes. had sex in yes. Armageddon? They're Where's like having life? a flirty moment and he's like got the animal crackers and he's like, ha ha ha. And he puts it down in pants. We asked a question about it. You should have hit self for greener pastures. Yeah. Some shit like that. He's a weird Australian accent. He puts an accent. It's so not. I'm just here for Emily's facial expressions this whole segment. That's all I'm here for. I'm now interested in rewatching this film. Isn't it like three hours? Yeah, something like that. The worst part about that scene is that Steve Tyler's singing in the background. Oh yeah, you really yeah. were disturbed by that. Your dad's yeah. serenading you while you're getting oh, banged. Yeah. That's also a question, actually. Oh no, wait, is it the same question? I can't remember. Anyway, listen to that episode of our podcast, I guess. <laughs> Good plug, Liz. Good plug. Uh, I know. Uh, listeners, anybody else out there? Anybody else want to chime in with what the most unnecessary sex scene in film history is? Caleb just wants the butthole cut of cats. Does that count? <laughs> I do too. Yeah, that does count. <laughs> But not for weird it's, reasons. Just because if it's out there, I think that's so funny. <laughs> I think it counts if you get turned on by it. I just want to know. Then it makes it a sex thing. <laughs> that whole film <laughs> fucked me up. So I guess that kind of counts. Imagine the person that had to sit there and put the buttholes in and then take the buttholes back out. They're like, sorry, I know you worked on that all last week. We have a new mandate. Gotta <laughs> get them out by tomorrow. I don't think I can agree with J-Rod's. Pop fiction. The Gimp scene, scene made it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Okay, let's move on. Uh <laughs> oh, I have one. I, I reckon actually most of the the Pierce Brosnan Bond movie scenes. Um, but specifically the one at the end of World Is Not Enough with Denise Richards. I and, thought Christmas only comes once a year. <laughs> yeah, and the Judy Gench is spying on him with the heat seeking camera. It's just gross. Good for her. Good, I'd love yeah, to have spying on me. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Consensual, though. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I really like the call from For Your Ref Pod, um, Avatar, with the Western hentai porn, like where they're doing the braiding thing. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Katie. That's amazing. That, that's another one where it's like real family movie until that point. The new one, yeah. there's more animals with, with head plugs. Why all the animals got little holes in them for you to put something in? <laughs> Coming from Cat Lady. <laughs> she doesn't need holes to make it sexy, okay? No, I watched the butt hole list. Oh my god. Gerald from okay. TPs, MRI, TQS, and Tasteless. I'm in. Love you guys. Thank you, G. $25 oh, donation. $17,655.88. Let's go. Thank you, All right. Uh, let's move on to question number two, which is also one of Emily's questions or suggestions. What is it, Emily? What is the most necessary sex scene in film history? <laughs> Terminator. The movie couldn't happen without it. True. Yeah. True. I do create Man. the. I'm smelling so recency girl. bias from Liz because it's probably the last movie that she <laughs> <Yeah>. watched. <laughs> no, I watched. The last movie I watched was um, What to Expect When You're Expecting. It was really bad. That's Bullshit. It was Magic stuff. Mike for about five minutes before you went to sleep last night. <laughs> uh, no, we'll get on to that later, okay? So just shift your face. The answer, the correct answer is basic instincts. Yeah. Yep. That's the only time where it's like, this doesn't feel gratuitous. This feels like we need to know about this. What if the ice pick comes back out? I'll counter that. 
I'll counter that with. Uh, I with I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. With the, with the room, I think <laughs> I those four sex scenes of Tommy Wiseau fucking somebody's belly button were incredibly necessary. <laughs> I feel like we need the Greg one on the stairs as well, just to realize how much of a tramp Lisa is. You know. <laughs> well, if you took out the if you took out the sex scenes of the room, it would be a TV show episode, wouldn't it? it wouldn't be long enough to be a movie. That's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. You could also fill that one in for most unnecessary sex scene because there's that whole scene where they show up at Tommy's apartment, two characters you've never met before, and then the girl just <laughs> blows him for no reason. And you've never met well, these characters before. And you're like, why? And they're very Women young. don't blow him in for no reason, Nick. Like, Some say chocolate on. is the food of love, Nick. <laughs> J-Rod knows what's up and also says basic instinct. So we got two votes for Sharon. I see uh, D. Hunter saying The Northman because Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, that's ruined it. I haven't seen that movie yet. God damn it. So now you got Wait, something to look forward to, Sam. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know, but now I'm going to have such high expectations. I'm just going to be barred up for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Standard day for me, really. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like a short period of time for you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's because Sam's not yeah. tall. Yeah. See you did there. <laughs> Anywho, great answers, guys. Uh, let's move over to our next question. Kahu. Righto. Question three, what movie, restaurant, or bar would you most want to visit? And I'm just going to say this. Emily, if you don't say the Taco Bell and Demolition Man, you're a fucking sham and you need to get off this, this live stream. I tell people about that all the time. I'm constantly explaining to people, no, in the future, Taco Bell is going to be our only restaurant, so get on board. Dolly's back with the Mexican pizza now. Did this happen in your country? Dolly Parton came and said, look, Taco Bell took the Mexican pizza away. We're bringing it back, and we're all going to eat it. We this just is got America. Yeah, we've we only just got Taco Bell here. Taco Bell. Do you have and a Mexican pizza? I I don't know. I'm sorry that I don't have that information for you right now. You better. Is it made go. out of real Mexicans? <laughs> go and figure out your in Taco America, Bell order, probably, so that you're ready for your inevitable future of that being fine dining. I want to eat Excellent. that meal so I... bad. Nice. Okay. Um, Sam wants me to say Magic Mike's bar, but he's a dick, so I'm not going to. And I'm going to say that I love dancing on the bar when I go drinking, so I'm going to choose Coyote Ugly. Oh, Because it looks like fun. Bite your tongue, Sam. Bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I was about 12, maybe, went to see The Cable Guy and thought, I'm so you know, happy this will be a hilarious Jim friend. Carrey movie. Uh, but... You know, I'm so happy I have Carrey you as, as my best ones. friend. <coughs> Scotty, thank you for following. And that movie they got I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. Following. Wow, heaps of donations. Oh, donations. I only just started. No, talking. they're following. <laughs> they're trying to vote you off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they're playing you off. Um, anyway, they go to medieval times, and I just thought that looked amazing. Oh, when I was, when like I was 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Laughing, yeah, let's go. Is that role models? Is that what you're talking about? Role models? Similar to, yeah, role models are similar. Yeah. They get lapping, but it's like a lapping restaurant. Mine's yeah. on TV, yeah. um, but I want to go to that dinosaur restaurant they go to in Parks and Rec. We wish you could too, Ping Pong. Stay. Mm. Hi, Ping Pong. One, <laughs> I want to go to the bar in Roadhouse because, my fucking God, does shit happen there? <laughs> I'd probably get my throat ripped out within the first five minutes of being there, but it'd be worth it. That's so we all want to go. Can we all like like make it that Sam to go there? I'm off. <laughs> Gonna make such better podcasts if Sam and his throat ripped out. The other important like vibe one is the Pleasantville Diner, where it's like maybe you're gonna turn colors and share a milkshake. That's a nice yeah. time. I like that. 
Um, although mm-hmm. saying about milkshakes, uh, Deanna's called out the Maloko Milk Bar and Clockwork Orange for alcoholic milkshakes. I do. I've been drinking. I do a lot like of milk an alcoholic lately. milkshake. They're really good. Oh, it's always such a bad combo, though, the alcohol and the dairy. <laughs> ah, like Bailey's. You, know, you can do a bit of Bailey's in there, some Kahlua, some, hey, I suppose, some milk. Uh, talking about dairy, what about the bar in Total Recall with the three-breasted lady? <laughs> oh. Ooh, no. no, you almost you almost bring that up Damn. as often as I bring up office space. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> true. Good point. Men and their boobs. My God. It's just it's so surreal. Who thinks of that? Who comes up with something as fucking mental as that? Me. That, that guy. Paul yeah, it, it, she's got a she's got a good point. Men. Men come up with a woman with three tits, Sam. <laughs> like, true. what? Okay, guys, what could be better than a woman with two boobs? Wait, Brad. Woman with tree babes. Bam! I feel like... Make a whole movie around it. I don't care what happens to it. By the year 2225, Total Recall fucking reboot 1700 is going to have an eight-boobed lady or or more. It's just going to get incrementally increased in boobs. That's just a cat, Sam. Society. You want a cat. Exactly. You would think they would be like, let's do an even number, like four, but that becomes too much of a cat situation or like an udder. You have to have... (laughs) odd numbers yeah because have... would you do like four across no i was like, like two and two, two is not right like it has to be four across. down yeah no, you have one under right. you have five so you have one under each arm and then like the whole thing comes around from like the sides all the way to the it's front like a belt like that like a belt that. like a titty belt like a tit belt yeah all the way around the back they'd have titties on the back as well you know, if somebody was just yeah, tuning in now, they'd think we're face. talking about like car engine like cylinder alignment they go, you got, you got a rack like that way or like a two by two. Oh my God. I love yeah, you all so you much. You don't even have to look at the woman's face because, you know, you could just look at her boobs at her back and you could be like, this is great. It's true. That's a good point. So anyway. Let's move point. on to something a little bit more serious. What's the next question? True back is bandolia, but made of boobs. Bandolia. <laughs> boobs. This is How do we know easily the most that sexual that live stream for the cure has ever been. Started, it's all Ray set Wait. the precedent with the erotica two days ago, and it's just it's so bearing through even now. And there we go, David Powell, David Powell dropping twenty five dollar donation. Thank you so much, David. I love you, David Powell. Oh, awesome. man. All right, um, I have a good one for the next question number yep. four. Read so, it. Uh, I was just about to, but now I'm going to delay. Just didn't want you. No, okay. What real life event doesn't have a movie made about it yet, but should have? Balloon uh, Boy. What? What's that guy's deal? Balloon deal? Boy. Do you remember that? Did you guys get news about yes. that all the way over there? Balloon Boy. Is it like yes. a kid in a bubble or is it like a kid who made balloons and made him no. fly away? He he went into a balloon and his parents said, oh, my God, our kid's got in a balloon and he's flying off. He's going to die. He's going into outer space. Oh, no. And then they found out that he had, like, hit, like, done it on purpose. And then he actually went and hid somewhere and they were trying to get, like, a book deal or something. And they put their kid in a balloon. (laughs) Didn't they just hide him in the, like, attic or something like that? Yeah. Like, he never actually went up, but they made it look like there was a kid in the balloon. Why? They shot him into a balloon. You're Apparently there was a documentary yeah. about it though. How, how many kids can you fit in said balloon? I need a I need a what is it? Fake Pally's action? Three, What's it called? A, f- a fake movie, not a documentary. With Mark Wahlberg as the kid, because he loves a live action story. He'd be the dad, I guess. He'd be like, My yeah. kid's in a balloon. That's how he talks. <laughs> what? No. Voice. There we go. 
Um, I'm going with the 1904 Olympic marathon. And if you haven't heard of it, it's just absolutely nuts. Like it's, oh, it's, it's the one where like they, oh, I've, I've linked to it so I could like reference it, but essentially like all these people started that, like 50 people start and like two people ended it or something because of all the shit that went wrong. Yeah, um, didn't some person cheat and they got disqualified? It wasn't yeah. some dude got picked uh, up by a taxi. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. you could, yeah. Literally everything you could think of went me into So like uh, there was a marathon. There was um, a guy who lost all his money on a dice game and had to walk and hitchhike to get there in the first place um, and was wearing trousers and someone got scissors and cut them off um, at the knee so he could run in them. Um, <laughs> there was heat and humidity. People like fainted. There was like um, a guy became the first fatality of an Olympic marathon when he collapsed on the side of the road and was hospitalized with hemorrhaging. The dust had coated his esophagus and ripped his stomach lining. Oh. Um, Have you ever seen those pictures of people crossing food from someone? I don't know. It's all fucked up. People will cross the marathon line with like their pants full of turds because they don't stop to go to the bathroom. And you'll sometimes see pictures of them at the end and it's like pooling in their socks. Yeah. They They just go mid stride. Yeah, runner's poop. It's, it's totally a thing. Like, yeah, it is not fun. Once oh again, I'm God, just here is... for Emily's facial reactions for everything in this in this entire hour. That's all I'm here for. I'm finally got, on camera. In the chat, by the way, guys. Um, D Hunter, when that seagull flew into Fabio's face and broke his nose. <gasps> yes. Short film. <laughs> and Gerald sure brought up Kurt Cobain, Nirvana. Was it? Now, nah, there's been a few docos and stuff on Kurt Cobain. I'd never, never really I never, I posted it in the chat too, but um, like I was 14 when Cobain killed himself. That was like so formative to my life. Like as I was like coming into my teenage years, like I loved Nirvana so much. I would yeah. never get through that movie. I would never, never, never be able to finish it. I would legitimately sob endlessly in the theater. Endlessly. Yep. Unless it was bad. And then I'd sob for different reasons. <laughs> I want to pair that seagull one with that bird that, um, not Randy Jackson. Is there Randy Jackson, the pitcher? That pitcher threw a pitch at the mound and it hit a bird oh, and the bird exploded. Randy Johnson? Randy yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Randy Johnson. That link in the chat yeah, that's a name. Yeah. He had a horny dick. I, I think his nickname was the big unit, maybe. Oh. Yeah, Liz. I don't even know anything Liz, stick about your link in the, in the chat on, uh, on, on Whereby. Oh, I stuck it on the chat on whatever. Yeah, because it won't let people post links unless they're a moderator or me. Yeah. Uh, I see. I, I don't reckon yeah. we're, that we need to see it, but somebody is going to do a whole Amber Heard Johnny Depp Johnny Depp oh, thing. Oh no, no. And it will. Oh, it'll be horrible. Oh, Amber Heard will play worst. She'll be. Ta- she'll do that shit. She'll. <laughs> she'll need yeah. to make that. Yeah. She will need the money. So will Johnny Depp. I'm here for. Hating Johnny Depp as well. Okay, we can it'll hate, be, we can hate straight, both at the same straight time. Straight to TV movie. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, question number five: What movie would be better if it was animated? Face off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going with Showgirls before Emily says it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want to watch a cartoon? I want to see I real people flailing around. I don't like cartoons. I don't believe in them. I, don't I want to see real people hump other people's chests in a pool. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see a drawing do it. That's not real. <laughs> I want Elizabeth Burke to be humiliated. 
Well, now I'm wondering how you feel about like Team America World Police. Was that sexy? I'm scared okay, of that. You, did that do for you? Do it for you? I haven't seen that, but I, all those little Jerry Anderson guys freak me out, like Good Tara idea. Hawks and Spe- Oh, you little- need to see it solely for the sex scene because it is just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add that to my list. Nice. I'm saying The Witches, by the way, for a movie better if it was an animated because it might oh. actually be less terrifying for children, That's which is who it's supposedly one. aimed at, right? Like, I think the who's there, talked about it before. No, there is a Witcher animated movie on Netflix, isn't it? No, The Witches. They did. Oh, they The did Witches. A new one. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Any role doll would work really well in that form. Probably any Tim Burton too. Oh, live action Caroline. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, way to yeah, like, Caroline would be destroy terrifying. my nightmares. Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, too. Yeah, That's yeah, our next question. That your answer might be Before Christmas. Mm. Yeah. He's already moved us on to our next question, then. Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what is our next question? Emily? What animated movie would be terrifying if it was live action? Toy Story. Caroline. <laughs> Moana. <laughs> Pretty much all of these, eh? Toy Story is a horror film that kids watch that they think is, like, funny, funny games and shit like that. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> if they were animated, you'd be like, this is some depressing ass shit. Um, I'm going with a bug's life because it's cute when it's animated, but bugs in real life are horrifying. So no, thank you. <laughs> but they'd be so little. It would just be like, you would just see a little speck running along. And you'd be like, oh, I guess he's going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing they'd zoom in. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good idea. Otherwise it'd be really shy. <laughs> I don't know how you train the bugs. Like, I don't think bugs are very trainable. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I think just Moana because imagine just Dwayne Johnson just big screaming, singing at a kid. It's like, ooh, why is he with that little girl? Get out of here. You You're really welcome. Ador- <laughs> Have you seen the really adorable photo uh, video of him with his daughter? And he's like, hey, who's, wh- what character does he play? Uh Maui, how do you not know that? Yeah, I should, so shut up. Founder of New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he plays Maui and he's like, who's Maui? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, is Daddy Maui? And she's like, no. And then he sings along with it in the exact same voice. And he's like, is Daddy Maui? And she's like, no. She's got no interest in believing that it's him. He's real salty. But he looks like he he's so big that he posted those Black Adam like videos and you see him from the back and you're like, how is his back that shape? It's not for a children's movie. But I'd watch it. Great answer, Katie. <laughs> Not me before Christmas. Yeah. Totally. That'd scare the shit out of me. Watership down. That would be fucking awful in real life. Yes, no shit. No <laughs> shit. What about Bambi? Would you find it as sad? No, because it would be like really bad CGI. Unless like they could the make Lion it King. look incredible. It'd be like the yeah. Lion King 2019, like where all the animals look real. So Bam would be like, no, my mom. And you'd be like, sweet, venison. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like a venison steak. Like, J-Rod's wrote um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah. As we talked about. Oogie Boogie. I couldn't imagine him live action. That would terrify the hell out of me. Oh, yes. I feel like Jack would be Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, yeah. What's NIHM? The Secret of NIHM? What am I missing? I think it's Nim. Secret of Nim. Yeah. I think oh, it stands for something. It's like a little mouse in a little ship. All right. Yeah. He's sad. Cool. Okay, next question. Uh, who are we up to? Co? Co? Yep. Uh, next question is, what movie character would make an absolute killing as a drug dealer? So, 
I'm thinking, um, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, Janet, like Jordan's assistant. She could just rake, like get all the drugs in and then at every fucking Friday night or whatever, she'll just be like, so I've got the drugs, everyone. Who's buying? And they'd all be like, yeah, here's all of my money. She's got connections right there. She'd nail it. Tyler Durden. We convinced oh, you that yeah. you want to start yeah. doing drugs. Yeah. Hey, you want to do some drugs? It's real fun. And I'll hang out with you and you'll have a friend. <laughs> yeah. And you'll have a friend to look at my abs. <laughs> well, I take my shirt off to hang out with you. <laughs> no, I'm your imagination. No big deal. <laughs> it seems fine. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Godzilla because you're not going to fucking say no to that. <laughs> yeah. What about some drugs? Why is he? I was kind of on the same theme with uh, Liam Neeson from Taken. <laughs> not going to mess with him. Um, yeah. I will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You say yes to whatever he asks you to do. So you're saying that selling drugs is one of his particular set of skills? Yes. Yeah. You you, you wouldn't mess with him. No. You'd but pay also, him first of the month, every month. Given on a previous episode, I know you've said if someone said, I have a particular set of skills that would be your biggest turn on, then clearly you're <laughs> from Liam Neeson. Thanks so. for Liam Neeson. Yeah. So you'd buy his drugs. Pre-Liam Neeson interview. D. Hunter, how are you? Pinhead. That is a great answer. I have such sights mm. to show you. So nice. Cool, cool. Anyone else? Anyone else in the chat? Anybody else? Movie character would be make an absolute killing as a drug dealer. Oh no! Unless you're talking about mice, rats, a big owl, and a tractor. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that, that they would. would but cool. Thanks for your input. I would buy drugs from a mice. Elmo, Judy. That'd be really God. cute, like a little mouse. Yes, like, Judy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Danny man. <laughs> and leprechaun. leprechaun. <laughs> it's a leprechaun man. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you'd buy you'd buy the drugs just to get him the fuck away from you. It's true. <laughs> just please leave. It's true. Uh next question. Liz, what is it? Hey, let's swim from cans. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. Uh all right. Um <laughs> what <laughs> what two unrelated films are totally set in the same universe? I think Gunpowder Milkshake and Pleasantville are like two sides of this colorful coin centered on that diner. And it's like once they go from gray, they go full out color. Everything's color coordinated in Gunpowder Milkshake. They're like two ends of a continuum. Nice. I saw one online that made me think of this question and I'm going to run with it because it's awesome. And it's Titanic and Terminator. Both of them have men sent back in time to ensure the family line. So Rose is actually like Sarah Connor's grandma. So like Jack has been sent back to ensure that she makes it through and gets on the door. And that's why he doesn't give a shit if he doesn't get on the door, but she has to. So is, is, is that the reason why Jack doesn't go on the door? Because he's actually a Terminator and he's too heavy? No, because he's the guy that's come back from the thick, but that could make sense too. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> He can't uh, risk the, the Terminator future. So he's like, I won't get on the door just in case, which makes it a lot more palatable for me. Right. Yeah. Oh, way better than mine. Um, Book, of e <laughs> Book of Eli and Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Post apocalyptic. That's yeah. Pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. It's cheating. Yeah, well it done. is. <laughs> but I'm happy with my answer. Fine. What I love the Hunter's one of Bugs Life and Human Centipede. Oh. <laughs> no. 
What is your obsession with the human centipede? Jason goes to hell and Batman Forever. That's a good one. That's really good. Matrix Rocky and Terminator, and also awesome. Yeah. Well, why Matrix and Terminator? I want you to explain his answering, Sam. Why should I? I'm just I giving know. the answers. I don't need to explain them. <laughs> explain your face. <laughs> it's beautiful. Full stop. <laughs> that was easy. He was in Clueless. That's a good spot. one. Yeah. I would have gone right. Clueless and uh, Mean Girls. I feel like they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Titanic and Moana, the necklace ends up on Jermaine's Clement's crab's back. Oh, that's a good one. Nice. Oh, and uh, Heather's Clueless and Mean Girls triple feature. Uh, Rocky has the Bill and Ted phone booth in it. Oh, yeah. Good point. Nice. Anywho, moves me over to my next question. What universally beloved film sucks the most balls? I'm going to jump in here ahead of Nick Haskins go Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, what? I love that film. What? You really don't like it, do you? I can't stand yeah. Princess Bride. <laughs> the countdown. <laughs> Paul Prisula so just canceled the countdown's closing segment for the event. They're, they're not coming anymore now. <laughs> we can just go longer. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> Caleb, Donnie Darko. I love Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko, shit. Oh, Uncut yeah. Gems. Yeah. Uncut Gems is also shit. Sucks. Okay, uh, so Die Hard is extremely is mediocre. Forrest no, Gump. It isn't. Shut the fuck up, Nick. Nick <laughs> stop it. Stop it, Nick. Stop it. Anyway, okay, get out. Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club. Now there's there's a there's some fighting yeah. words, but I think I'm it's saying almost every movie in the MCU. Come on. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck this. Okay, if you had to get rid of one MCU movie, Sam, what would it be? And say that it's overrated. It goes away forever. 4-2, Dark World. It sucks. It's terrible. It's dreadful. There's nothing good about it. Isn't Natalie Portman yeah. in that one? Yes, yeah, she is. I look you like Natalie Portman. You know how much Portman. I love Natalie Portman. So that's, that's I look like Natalie Portman. Drew Hallam, say, Top, Gun is, to... Top Gun is, quote, the gayest movie of all time, according to Lois. <laughs> What's wrong I... with the gayest movie of all time? The gays need a movie, too. I don't know. I, mean, they I have to say, back in uni, years. I was getting busy with like this guy I was seeing. We I went over his house and we watched Top Gun. And we started getting busy at the end. And I have to tell you, that power ballad at the end is a really awkward thing to get busy to. <laughs> it's just like, this feels like it was super awkward like theme song. I don't recommend it. For your reference, uh, Katie, Amelie. Amelie, oh. Yeah, oh I love Amelie. No. Boring. I enjoyed it when I watched it. That oh, haircut. It was really good. No. She uh, should have been bullied. So you also thought the notebook was really good. So <laughs> you you hey, are hey. In, that, shh, shh. in that world. The notebook is so good. I'm saying The Godfather. So I'll fight you, Sam. <laughs> yes, this I, don't, I couldn't even watch The Godfather. I got this bored fight naked. like 20 minutes in. It's, yeah, it's like eight hours long. Yeah, it's just... Mm, like, <laughs> that was my meditation. I got nothing. Yeah, it's pretty shy. True. Uh, Emily, next question. What movie character needs mental health help the most? It's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers by miles. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he seems pretty happy. Yeah. He's no, secure with himself. It's a facade. You, you know when he loses his mojo and he goes manic depressive, look like he's going to blow his brains out in the middle of a comedy? It's like, oh, true. Okay. More so than Goldmember? Oh, all of them, bro. Well, none of them are fucking well adjusted. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers. Can we petition for Mike? Has anyone watched the Pentever or whatever on 
like Netflix. Holy shit, that's so bad. What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> he he already never... forgot the name of it that he said five <laughs> seconds ago. I'm trying to drink it out of my memory because I watched an episode of it and I was like, I had hopes, I had dreams, and it... <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh the... god, yes, Jenny from Forrest Gump from not. <laughs> Yeah, that poor girl is fucked up. The no Godfather's question. son, who's his, whoever his son is, who's like in the second one more. That guy's so obsessed with his dad, he needs some help. El Pacino's character, yeah. yeah. Who's also yeah, because Robert De Niro is the dad. Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, oh. To, I'm sure that's David Powell. It's coming through with Ferris Bueller and Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> High up there. Kevin, Kevin McAllister's oh, yeah. mum needs help. She's fucking just as bad as Kevin McAllister in a lot of That's ways. That's the guy from Home Alone, right? Yeah. Yes. Is that like yeah. a an art imitating life type scenario too? Oh, yeah. John Doe Macaulay Culkin. Poor Macaulay. Um, I reckon Will Ferrell's character from Wedding Crashes. I reckon Will Ferrell. He's got serious <laughs> issues in that movie. Will Ferrell's character and yeah, he's the, he's oh, yeah, the, he starts going to funerals. Yeah, to he's, pick up chicks. he's the funeral that's crasher. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's legit. I'm going with defense and falling down. I feel like the entire movie could have been avoided <laughs> if we just learned that his worth was not bound up in his ability to provide for his family. Way to pick the yeah. obvious answer, Liz. Uh, um, Amy is it Amy? What's her face? The chick from Gone Girl. Done. Oh, Amy Dunn? Yeah. Amy Dunn, yeah. yeah. I think she's yeah, yeah. perfect. She doesn't need help. She had a great plan. No, but the character. <laughs> oh, no. No, you didn't mean the character? Okay. Yeah. She had a <laughs> great who plan. Anybody Netflix is going to need mental health help. <laughs> yeah. This is why you I have to love Emily. Him. You have to love Emily. You have to. You do. You have to. It's, <laughs> it's a role. Like, I'm going to be nominated for the character that needs the most mental health help. <laughs> Yes, we already oh, Machu's yeah. already filled that role. We've already we've already got him. We've already got him. As as far as like the whole movie reviews and Twenty Q's crew, like please for the love of God, before before he gets the world in his totalitarian stranglehold, please. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Oh, uh, what's our next question, Kahu? What movie title? Best describes your most recent sexual experience. I'm in a slightly, a slightly awkward situation here because um, the the participant in the most recent uh, sexual experience that I've had is probably listening, so I can't say anything like too mean. So I'm going to say me before you, and that is a compliment. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for well, Toy that... Story. Got something incredibly surprising there. Yeah, I actually, I know. Liz, like your connection. What are you going to do? Thank you. Thank you. Very hey, much. Liz's lover, uh, if you could donate $10 and describe <laughs> your version of a sexual experience, that'd be great. <laughs> One in 60 seconds. <laughs> That's the obvious one. I'm yeah. here for every minute of that. Caleb, free solo. You're oh, the man, Caleb. Gold. Drew, home alone. These answers are awesome. I feel really sad for our listeners, by the way. <laughs> the answers. Uh, Sam, say something mean about yourself now. Uh, nah. <laughs> Ginger Princess, Red Heat. There you go. Oh, I like that. That was a good choice. Yeah. The yeah. Polar Express. Damn, Nick. 127 hours. For like six. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh, well. like during. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like, not a good time. Until. I, I disagree. <laughs> the soloist. <laughs> 
funny. I legitimately typed that like a half a second before David Powell, and that's scary. <laughs> that's the most concerning part. Cool. Liz, what's the next question? Uh, all right. So it is. All right. What film character would make an absolute killing as a telemarketer? It's oh, Professor X. It's got to be Professor X. He can't use his powers. No, but if he's... Why not? Why not? Telemarketers aren't moral or ethical in any way. Exactly. We've, we're imagining an evil version of Professor X. It's got to be Professor X. <laughs> Emily would just strongly condemn it is all. I just wouldn't approve. Yeah, as his supervisor, he needs to be fair to get employee of the month. I think from your favorite movie, the grandpa from uh, The Princess Bride, he's very soothing when he reads that little story. Oh, I like Deanna's read from Shawshank. Like, I would just sit and listen. Yeah. But he would just, be like, every call, they'd be like, why, Red, why are all your calls 30 minutes long? You're supposed to sell it and move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least. They're like, no, they donate every five, or like, you know, they, they buy it every five minutes just so they can hear me keep talking. Mm. Yeah. Like a sex line. But yeah, just yeah, like, I just want to keep listening. I'm going with the dude, because I feel like he'd just get you into like this really chill philosophical state where you'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this thing. Uh, Frank Frank Abagnale from Catch Me If You Can. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's right. He's a schmoozer. He's a charmer. Absolutely. A couple of good answers. Gerald, well done. Patrick Bateman. Yeah, he could probably say anything or we'd fucking murder if you didn't. Don the Good's ready. Who the hell does that, Caleb? Uh, Banshee from the X-Men. It's <laughs> interesting. Who's um, Leon Phelps? Leon Phelps, the ladies' man. It's from Dame Duty. Maybe Dude. that's from the ladies' man? <laughs> Oh, right. I thought he was saying he happened to be a ladies' man. Lady that would also be yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anywho. I'm actually agreeing with Kahu there with Catch Me If You Can. Nice. Yeah. Anywho, uh, let's put this to rest. Alien, Predator, and Terminator. Who's going to win in a fight? Okay. Uh, I, th- I think Sam and I agreed earlier on Predator. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Ooh. So... You'd, I was going to say you'd, you'd think Tem- Terminator because he never stops, but actually Alien has that metal melting acid stuff, so he could just metal melt the Terminator. Yeah, he's, but then but the Predator's Terminator's metal guns, reforms. Yeah, but and, like, and the Terminator is made by people so they could see what's up with those metal melters and all those other guys and develop stuff to fight them with. He can be adapted. Who can? The Terminator. The Terminator. Yeah. yeah, see, Alien. A- like, didn't <laughs> they shoot Alien, the Alien and Aliens? And so, like, yeah, guns I reckon, don't matter. I Alien reckon Aliens are a bit too reliant on close quarters combat. Yeah, way too reliant. I'm just I'm just imagining this Emily is just like, right, let's fight. Okay, hang on. I just need to go upgrade my Terminator. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Can I come back in a couple of days? His Terminator loses, and then they send a new one back, and it Ooh. comes and gets him with new stuff. There's also That's lots true. of Predators, though. But Terminator could be taken out by a... Could be taken out by a computer virus. So is this like this is no, Liz, a solid no weapon. <laughs> no, not your 1996 MacBook. It's not going to happen. <gasps> yes, not BMAF says Terminator would be invisible to the Predator, right? But Terminator could find Predator. Yeah, because doesn't Predator heat seek? So Terminator Predator would sucks. Predator and then Alien would melt Terminator. <laughs> Problem solved. I win. <laughs> predator has the worst haircut of anybody. I feel like this is a rock, paper, scissors situation. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, what's the next question, Emily? What beloved actor has the most insufferable filmography? 
piss off Ben Affleck. Just, oh, just yeah. go away. Is he beloved? I don't care. He's the Enough. answer to this question. <laughs> so what we're trying to say is, like, what's the most talented actor who has, like, the worst filmography? Because for me, it's Julianne Moore. Like, Julianne Moore is <gasps> amazingly talented. Oh but you God. look at her filmography, oh, yeah. she does some shit movies. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he also does some garbage. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, with John Cusack. I feel like John Cusack oh. could do really well, but he's just, there's a lot of shite in there. Yeah. It, it pains me to say it, but Naomi Watts, it's like she does the oh, better yeah. roles than Nicole Kidman, but the movies that they're in are worse. So nobody sees them because they're all bad. And I've seen every single one. She's mm-hmm. to me that she's not doing better movies. Yes, duty. Julia Roberts sucks. Her Ugh, are you guys. Julia yeah, Roberts is legitimately shit. the worst person alive. I hate her. <gasps> what, about, what about like what? Cameron Diaz? Cameron Diaz has some. Um... Uh, oh, the mask. Emma's Emma having John a Malkovich. But doesn't she have some shit in there as well? Charlie's like Angels. Does. I'm going to Google it. Henry Cavill, yeah, that's she... not a really good answer. What about our favorite actor, Sam? Who? Which one? Nicholas Cage. Oh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I was okay. wondering how he hadn't come up. <laughs> No, but it's 50-50, you know what I mean? Stacey's like, not here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but like half his filmography is garbage, half of it is awesome. So it's like, how do you, you know, balance this out? you got to think of ones that have suppose. done like Keanu Reeves, you know, for instance, done like one or two good films, most of them are shit. But Just is he a talented actor? actor? Uh, true, he's not a talented actor. That's right, point. it's like Just, if he can do one thing really well, is that a talented actor? Eh. Nah. Uh, I would say watch The Wicker Man and have all of your questions answered there. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say Tommy Wiseau for Nick. Scotty and Zed, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. How dare you, Liz? <laughs> He's How a talented actor <laughs> with shit films. <laughs> All of them. Stop <laughs> ganging up on me. <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson. That's a good call. I like Liam that Neeson call. is pretty good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. who are we up to next? You? Sure. Yep. That can be me. What decade was the best for movies? 90s. 90s. In 70s. 90s. No, 70s. 90s. Because it had, you had like decent quality effects coming in, except for like the mummy. <laughs> um, and like it was a little bit less offensive. They were starting to get a little bit of like wokeness. And then also there was actual character, which movies a lot don't have today. So 90s, hands down. I'm going with 70s because of just the total counterculture revolution. And, you know, they started putting films into the hands of filmmakers. Mm. It was very much like influenced by the French New Wave. I could go film film nerd right now. <laughs> I'm not going to. We're, but we're, we saw like George Lucas and Coppola and all these and Scorsese and every um Spielberg suddenly come up and actually start creating these films that have one, completely one of changed. Is not and, like the other. Hmm. What? One of those things is not like the other. One of those I know. things is George Lucas and the rest of them are good directors. Hey, George Lucas made an amazing film in the seventies. That's what I'm going to uh, say. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the eighties because it's it's got all those iconic films that I grew up with, uh, and and it was kind of the era where the like the filters sort of came off, and then getting into the nineties they came back on again. What, when you say just, the filters, what do you mean? Oh, like kind of the all the gratuitousness kind of dropped down towards the end of the nineties. Oh, so you like? I've specifically got Robocop in my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna say <laughs> I gonna I agree with Dan. One film. <laughs> I agree with Dan that American Graffiti was a really great film. It was American Graffiti was a really good film. All right. Uh, the 2010s is my answer. <clears throat> what? Really? I'm yes. surprised that's not your answer, Sam. Why? Well, because the rise of the MCU. Uh, yeah. Because no. actual good movies were made during that decade. That decade. Name like? one. 
Yeah, uh, Nightcrawler, Onto the Silver Lake. Other That's things. on me. I said the bar too low. <laughs> okay, name a hundred. Uh, give me some Name time. one crime. <laughs> name one I like. Uh, murder. I'm sorry. I made, I made the bar too low. Inconceivable. Annihilation. Surely Sandra, oh, Inconceivable. Sandra Bullock's yeah, made a movie good like... One, Sam. That's like the perfect movie. Last 10 years. <laughs> Okay, uh, who's next? Who's next? Okay. I've lost count. We have to. Uh, someone, not yeah. me. Um, I'll go. Yep. What What movie would make you stop dating someone if they told you it was their favorite? Mine's already been mentioned in this podcast. It's oh. Human Centipede. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if that's your favorite movie, <laughs> just get the fuck out. What is wrong with you? It's not even a good movie. There's not even that excuse. Joker, 100%. Oh, we could never date Times fucking uh, two, Emily. Times fucking two. <laughs> fuck Joker. I, mean, I can, hate that movie. You can like it, but it well, can't be your you favorite tell movie. Ashley, I'm favorite movie. With her. You can like you can yeah. love Joaquin's performance because he is good in the role, but the movie shit. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> and it's but it's oh, also like I, the oh. favorite movie of incels. Exactly. So you're basically putting like a big sign up that's like oh, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. I Fucking hate women. This is I why I love stand you up so comedy. much. No, no, I think no, I can see. say a funny joke. Women no, aren't really funny. No. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Here comes the money. Taylor Barton checking in with a twenty-five dollar donation. Thank you, Taylor. Woo! Moon, how close are we, Nick? How close? Yeah. Are we helping? <laughs> Actually, no, you're hurting. Helping. <laughs> People are taking People are away 17. Their we are we are less than 25. Oh my God! Wait a minute. What? We have okay. So this is a serious one. Sam, be be serious. Uh, anonymous donor, ten dollar donation. I have lost family, in laws, coworkers, friends, a professor, and more to this unreal world of cancer we now live in. More people diagnosed monthly. This brings hope and creates a unity amongst us all. You are all amazing and have the power to change. Thank you so, so much for that $10 donation and that amazing message. That's why we fucking fight. That's why we're here. Thank you so much. That is amazing. Here comes the money. Oh, and $25 from the Bubby from Ashley. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Mwah. I'm definitely doing another episode with you, by the way. Where's our TV podcast, Liz? Where is it? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we've got a couple more questions to go, but how do you follow that? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, you don't want to bring up anything like funny now. No. Here comes the money. Oh. You follow it by just keep donating, and we don't even yeah. talk anymore. <laughs> you, you are one of my absolute favorite human beings on the entire planet, Emily Higgins. $50 donation. Thank you so, so much. I Yay, love you Emily! so much. We now I get the excuse. I've got such a nice chance tonight to yell at other people. <laughs> what a lovely thing that you're doing, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we've got four more questions left, and I feel like we'll just do question 17, and then maybe we'll just skip to question 20, um, if we've got good answers for that. Uh, question 17, what film character would make an absolute killing? Only Here comes the money. Here comes the money. I from SWO uh, again amazing with the point thank you very much $10 donation thank you Stu thank you so much for oh, being like and, and super shout out to people like Stu who have been absolute fucking rock stars in the chat over the past three days just hanging out just all the, through everything through all the erotica and the fucking weird Absolutely. shit that goes on through this event <laughs> <laughs> everything thank it, you all so much in verbal diorama's sixth dungeon 
I mean, to, Jesus Christ. Are we are we concerned about M after that segment? I'm no more than I already was. Well, yeah. God, I love her. She's such an amazing person. <laughs> she is awesome. She's so. Yeah, we'll just we'll just end it on this one, and then we'll wrap it up. We've only got five minutes left. What film character would make an absolute killing on OnlyFans? Uh, Catwoman from Batman Returns. Ooh. Dude, good fucking. I could, call. I could see it being very popular. Now, Ooh. my Catwoman hat is Halle Berry's Catwoman, but that's that's a good pick. <laughs> I think you could go Catwoman from the most recent uh, Batman movie as well, because she picks on me. Yeah. I, I had two. I had I one had of my other. Oh. <laughs> so a uh, first, uh, first, uh, Liz, I adore you. You're one of my absolute fucking favorite people because you don't take people's shit, and that's why I, I love you so much. Twenty five dollar donation. Love your work, Nick. Such an awesome cause and soul. Got to be part of it. Thank you so much. You are. Podcast Rob with a $184.12 donation. Hashtag fight for hope. Podcast Rob, I know cancer's affected him deeply. So Podcast Rob, something, something cast. Thank you so, so much. And then uh, another amazing donation. My cousin Renee, a $100 donation uh, for my Uncle Jim, her dad, who was a great fucking man. Uh, I still remember to this day. The Giants playing in the fucking Super Bowl when Scott Norwood missed that kick wide right. He almost put his fist through the ceiling. <laughs> Thank you so much, Renee. Podcast Rob. And I mean, Liz. I, yeah, I, I fucking. <laughs> please continue to never take any of Sam's shit. <laughs> I also want to take yours when you tell me that. Oh, that's very sweet. But also stop pulling out Die Hard because it's fucking awesome and I won't hear bad words about it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I love you anyway. It's fine. Um, I'm going with uh, Harley Quinn, by the way, for OnlyFans, because men like some freaky shit, so. Yeah. That's kind of why we went for the mistake that she could look like anyone. The other other one I had was Furiosa from Mad Max Fury Road, because she's. Oh, yeah. Well, Charlie's Theron in anything, really. I just want to point out, too, uh, as well, we are officially less than $2,000 away from $20,000 for cancer research. $18,125. Yeah. God damn it. Nice. God damn it. I love all you people nice. so much. Duty's chimed in with Jebba the Hutt. <laughs> It'd be the most unanimated OnlyFans ever, but my oh, God, no. would you not want to pay to see that? Duty, why? Like, Hell yeah. Curiosity would kill you. You'd want to know. What a, you'd want to know. No, you wouldn't. What's he doing with Salacious Crumb? Like, what's that little fucker doing? Crumb. <laughs> 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 Dear Lord. I've been compared to Salacious Crumb quite a few times. Oh my God. (laughs) J Rod. Oh, Oh, Nadia from American Pie. There we go. That was OnlyFans before it was OnlyFans. Yeah. Dave, Judy Jets, What's Under the Fat Flaps is exactly why I would subscribe. I'm so happy to have you as my best friend. Oh, podcasters, thank you so, so much for the follow. What's Under the Fat Flaps. What a story. I'll send you a photo, Duty. (laughs) (laughs) You only got a tripod, go. Christ. Oh, you Jabba. Oh, my God. That's broken me. Was he naked? Was Jabba the Hutt naked? He didn't have like a loincloth over him? (laughs) 
I don't. I think you should where Google his genitals. Naked. Tell me where his genitals are. I did are, Google Jabba the Hutt naked and see what comes up. Yeah, Google Jabba the Hutt oh, genitals. Oh, she's doing it. No, no, Emily, no. Think of your search history. I'm not Googling. I'm in He's got those little arms, so he can't lift his. Because it may be explicit. Oh, no. It's all rule 34. <laughs> it's well, just him licking naked ladies. It's not him naked. Oh, it's not no. even showing me what I want to see. That's, no, that's worse. Stop. No. <laughs> Is rule 34 the no, Nazis? No, no. no that's no, if it exists, there's part of it. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that takes us to the end, Nick. We've only got like a minute, so we'll do a little. Thanks. Thank you so much for having us on here. This obviously oh, is incredibly you. important to us, Nick. We love coming on. We've done it last three, four years, something like that. You know, I don't want to get too far into it, but we've all been money. deeply affected by cancer. Oh. At least one of us in our lives, you know, like we've all been affected by that stuff. So come on here and raise some money and just talk shit for an hour. Make Katie, the world maybe a little bit more happier place. It's fucking awesome, man. Katie, for your ref pod. $50 donation. Thank you so, so much. Oh, I love your work, Katie. Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, and I mean, Sam, I, dude, you know, I love you. I love you so much, uh, except for Machu, like the totalitarian hellscape that he wants to live in is a little fucking scary. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but you are all absolutely beautiful and amazing people. Uh, Liz, again, I love you so much. Continue to please never take anyone's shit. I love how strong you are as a person. And uh, Emily, for not only A, legitimately the hottest takes literally on the planet, um, but B, Weird. again, for never taking anyone's shit literally ever. You're so, like, I love your strength and your independence. Continue to fucking stand strong and be amazing. Please. This is my therapy right here. Thank you. Nice. Thank you so, I still so want that much. segment, though. I still want that segment next time of Emily getting therapy. I also offered to be the girl voice when Caleb reads Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my God. Uh, please. Oh, please. Please. <laughs> please. And I'll make sure I use my full Kiwi accent. Hey, I'll talk like this the whole time. That'll be real sexy. Give me your cock. That'll be fucking sweet ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty good. You're learning. Should we just close it? Should we just close the <laughs> yeah. browser? I'm fucking done, man. <laughs> Fuck is this shit? Thanks, Nick and Dan. You guys don't amazing Thank you amazing so, work. so like much. Somebody take a jump in my ear. Here we go. Duty. Duty from Shake and Not Nerd. We love you, Duty. $10 donation. MRITQS for the win. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much.